Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com. The following segment is from The Look Ahead on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. Let us dive right in. Let's start with a game that I'm looking forward to much more after their most recent performance, and that is the Tennessee Titans hosting the Kansas City Chiefs. Tennessee is getting five and a half points in this one the over under rj is 57 and a half how do you feel about that um i mean i feel like the kansas city chiefs are involved uh, <laughs> so um i think they impressed last week the minds of the inferior um because they only allowed 13 points from the washington football team and you and and blg again to a, you know, one of my favorite duos in, in all of life. I mean, yes, you know, yes. get to your point. Um, you both had a great point on the podcast this week and one that the actual homer around the SB Nation NFL show, Pete Sweeney, will disagree with in that they don't like to get pushed around. And I think the fact that the, the Chiefs are getting, you know, punched in the mouth a little bit, not only do they think they're getting punched in the mouth, they think they're getting like they got slug bugged. You know what I mean? And like it's they had one of those friends. You never saw like when you saw one of those bug cars when you were a kid, you know what I'm talking about? The BMW bugs. You mean the Volkswagen bugs? What? Whatever. Um, Those are two different cars. Fine. No one whatever. Was ever confused a Volkswagen fine. with a BMW. Whatever. The, you know the car I'm talking about, though. You never had a friend, though, that, like, when that car would drive by, would just, like, punch you in the arm and would go, slug bug. That never happened to you? That's called punch buggy. It, no, it's not. Call, I know it's not called that. Bug? I know it's not called that. What does that, that have to do with punch buggy? Anyway, you, there were some people, not me, but some people in, in certain social circles that would do that way too hard. That were, they would, it would be like, whoa, dude, like, what's the vendetta you've held against me this entire time that you just like <laughs> capitalized on this opportunity? And in the per, some, not me, but some people would get really upset by like how hard they'd get, you know, bugged or slugged or punched buggied uh in this particular instance and the chiefs are that team they're like why are you hitting me so hard it's like because because we want to beat you like that's that's why and i i love your point about the teams they've beat they've they barely beat the browns you can argue they they shouldn't have beat the browns things were close for them against the eagles in their second one on the season and they were down at the half to washington and they woke up and they deserve credit for that um but they don't deserve as much credit for that as they deserve blame for the other things and if there is a team that will slug, punch, bug you, it is the Tennessee Titans and Derrick Henry. And so I really have a lot of confidence in the Titans. I haven't necessarily picked against the Chiefs this season. I did it when I picked the Bills, but I'm a big believer in Buffalo. Um, I, I I really like Tennessee in this particular game. Kansas City still the 31st defense in the NFL by DVOA. Um just, you know, that doesn't fe- seem like the right formula for me. I do think they're playing with a sense of, arrogance that has now dipped into sloppiness and it does kind of feel like they're disappointed that after their win against Washington people didn't return to like throwing bouquets at their feet they're like (laughs) hey we did it we came back we scored 31 points the Chiefs are back put us at the top of your power rankings and it feels like that's the affirmation they're looking for and Tennessee's not gonna let them get it 
You're totally right about the sloppiness. The Chiefs have 14 turnovers. That leads the National Football League. And I believe, RJ, 10 of them have been in opponent territory. So it's not like people are figuring out this offense. They're just turning the ball over themselves. They're shooting themselves in the foot. And you've heard a lot of Chiefs players say, you know, we're doing this to ourselves. We got to just, you know, stop beating ourselves. The problem is that doesn't lend itself to urgency, right? That's Mm -hmm. like a calm, like, oh, we'll be fine. We just have to stop. You need urgency. You need hunger. You need, you got to have some, some, I can't think of another word besides urgency. Like you have to be ready to go. You can't just assume you're going to flip a switch and everything is going to be okay. And to me, that's just what it seems like with the chiefs. And like I said, on Tuesday, every time they've played a good team, they've lost, they lost to the Ravens. They lost to the chargers. They lost to the bills. The Titans seem like right now they're playing like a really good team. I want to see the chiefs go out and win and not just win. I want to see them win handily before I put them anywhere near the top of my power rankings. No. And I really believe that the issues they have are not something that is fixed in a season. You know what I mean? And I I think the dangerous thing about them is their own arrogance. And I want to be very clear that I think arrogance is a good thing, or at least can be a good thing. Aaron Rodgers, you want to be arrogant? You can pack it up. Good for you. You have every right to be because you own the Chicago Bears and you own whoever else. And so the Chiefs, though, they want that credit. They want that right to be arrogant. And they have had it for a very long time. But that currency has run its course. And now those checks that they're writing are bouncing place to place to place, particularly among the contenders in the AFC. And so I just... I'm I'm not at all the person who is is of the mindset Patrick Mahomes is washed or not good or no longer the best quarterback on earth, but I think he's a victim of his own success in this particular capacity. That throw he had at, at the end of the first half, that interception, I know I'm not the first or like thousandth person to say that it's been the worst throw of his career so far. That only happens when you believe that you are superhuman and you believe that you can do everything. And to be very clear also, I believe that that mentality is a huge or has been a huge reason for their success. Like, that mentality is the reason why Mahomes has been able to pull certain things off is because he knows he can. And so he sort of almost wills them into existence. But there becomes a point where you start to believe, not the lie, but believe the mentality to too far of a degree to the point that it becomes a demerit upon your overall potential for success. And I think that that's where the Chiefs are at. And so until they you know, fully are humbled. I don't know of a way that this just gets fixed. In fact, I think the win last week maybe was the – worst kind of win that they could possibly have because it that last week was like all their friends and family like no you're fine you don't have to change a thing everything's good don't worry you know you're not you're not wrong at all like you're wrong you're definitely wrong and you're making a lot of mistakes and so that that was not the first time you and I talked about after the Asante Samuel Jr. interception that the Patrick Mahomes is trying to pull off no look passes and, and all sorts of weird and, and amazing things that he has before but like we said all offseason at least you me and BLG did All of those things were going to regress to the mean. For so long, for an impressively long amount of time, the Chiefs were the exception of the exception. And that is starting to hollow out a little bit. You talked about the Mahomes interception. That was... That was a Jameis Winston style. Oh, what a great point. Yeah. If Jameis did that, we would be killing him. Now Mahomes does it and nobody said anything. Like it was barely a blip. That was an incredibly bad interception. And I had a, a take prepared on Patrick Mahomes and I just wanted to double check. So I actually ran it by Pete Sweeney before we came on. And what I asked Pete was, where is Mahomes better right now than he was his second year or first year as a starter? 
because to me, to my eyes, like I don't know that he's better anywhere. He's just more experienced. That's it. And Pete's re- answer was that he's better at playing within the structure of the offense. He said that the coaching staff has raved about him growing in that regard, which is great, except that I don't think that that's his best asset. I'm not scared of Patrick Mahomes dropping back, looking at his first read and chucking the ball. I'm scared of Patrick Mahomes dropping back, buying time, and then launching a 60-yard bomb down the field. To Tyreek Hill specifically. Right. So it's like, if he's going to play within the structure, to me as a defense, that's a win. Like, okay, great. Get him outside the structure. Let him be himself. And maybe they're not doing that. I don't know. But the Chiefs have... A tough schedule, RJ. They got to play the Packers still. They have two against the Raiders who have played them tough. They have to play your Cowboys. They play the Chargers again. The Chargers have already beaten them this year. They The Bengals, they play the Bengals. And who knows, Cincinnati seems to be better this year. Like, we just can't sit back, put our feet up and say, oh, the Chiefs are definitely going to make the playoffs. Everything's going to be fine. Like, we don't know that. You know, I, I'm glad you mentioned the Packers game. And Believe me, this sucks to admit because I don't like to admit how awesome Aaron Rodgers is. But you will recall when the Chiefs last met the Packers that Patrick Mahomes did not play. Obviously, he was missing that that tiny little stretch in 2019. But that was a game that every Chiefs fan coming off of the MVP year that Mahomes had in 18 was like, this is it. This is the passing of the torch. This is Mahomes and Rodgers. And everybody wanted that. You know, everybody thought that that would be Brady and Mahomes in the Super Bowl. This is it. This is where Mahomes establishes himself. And I'm not trying to like, Again, make this there's not even a molehill to make a mountain out of. Let's be very clear. There's like a, a tiny little, you know, one dot on a piece of paper. So I'm not trying to make any sort of mountain or even make a molehill out of that. Anthill. But uh eh, doesn't have the same alliteration. But um anyway, um th- like I really think that Chiefs fans believe like this, okay, it's it's just people Chiefs fans believe it's a decision. It's just a box to check off. Like it's it's just an afternoon that will happen and a sequence of events that will play itself out. Like you know, we're going to play Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Mahomes will beat him. And it's another, another you know, notch for Mahomes to check off. Another infinity stone for him to collect. Another thing to add to his collection. That Another weird thing for ESPN to make a graphic of on Monday Night Football next time we see him. Like, <laughs> quarterbacks that Mahomes has beaten or whatever. And that won't happen. I, 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 Right now, I would take the Packers. I mean, you know, I don't, I don't, I would not take the Chiefs. I'm not taking them over the Titans. I mean, so if I'm not taking the Chiefs over the Titans, I mean, I really need to see a lot more. Um, from this team to believe that they're they're more of who they've been lately than as opposed to who they've been in 2021 specifically. Let's flip it over now and talk about Tennessee. You know, I don't want they, to. I, I don't. I refuse. They were kind of struggling. They lost to the Jets at one point, and then they turn around and beat Buffalo. And I don't know if it's just Derrick Henry, but Derrick Henry is he's incredible. RJ, do you know that if you just counted his yards after contact, he would be the second leading rusher in the NFL? It's amazing. I know that they talked about this on NFL University. He had a higher EPA per play than Ryan Tannehill, which is amazing. Um, like, I know this is Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill, but it's still amazing for that to be true of any running back quarterback pair in the NFL. I Look, I, again, I'm picking them, but I think we need to be careful. I, I don't want to anoint the Titans or say that they're bad. I, I know you're not saying that either, but they, they partly won this game because, you know, Josh Allen slipped down at, at you know near the goal line at the end of the game and I'm not trying to say like their win isn't meaningful or anything like that but I mean Buffalo made the right decision and Tennessee stopped them to be clear they deserve all the credit in the world for that but I mean the margin for error is that thin it to me it's 
all I'm saying is it's it's not as impressive of Tennessee's win over Buffalo is hardly as impressive as say Buffalo's over Kansas City. I think it's comparable to say the Chargers win over Kansas City, something that, you know, sometimes you need those breaks. You need those those, you know, plays to go. There's a handful of plays that, that a game comes down to, and they went Tennessee's way. Uh, but some of this was was the decision that Buffalo made at the end of the game that didn't work out for them. And as you and BLG mentioned, the decision that they did not make earlier in the game when they did kick the field goal. And so I, I just think it depends, you know, the kind of coaching staff you run into. And so that's why I'm not ready to like anoint the Titans quite yet myself. I'm not going to anoint them. Uh, what I will say is they need more out of Ryan Tannehill. He has not been as good as he had been in previous seasons with the Titans before this year, RJ, he had 66 touchdowns with Tennessee in 26 starts. That was incredible. That's rushing and passing. It's basically two and a half touchdowns per game. And this year, eight total touchdowns in six weeks. Like that's not good enough. Nobody has multiple receiving touchdowns on the team. One touchdown between AJ Brown and Julio Jones. Like that is not good enough. Julio Jones should not have to be catching footballs off of helmets in order to get receiving yards. Like, I don't know what has happened, but it's not Derrick Henry's fault. You know, he's still doing his part. Ryan Tannehill has got to start doing more for this team to play more consistently And just when I was starting to kind of like buy into Tannehill that he's like a new man, now I'm kind of like, maybe we all were right all along. As a fighting Texas Aggie who patrolled the campus in College Station at the time that Ryan Tannehill did, I will tell you that his nickname among the Aggie faithful was in fact Tannehill the Manahill. You can hear the rest of this conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL show wherever you get your podcasts.